DL. And I'm Crispin. In this podcast, we will be listening to the Adventures in Odyssey radio show that has been put out by Focus on the Family for the past 30 years. If you grew up evangelical like us, there's a good chance you've heard an episode or two. We'll be on the lookout for themes and messages in the show that coincide with, and sometimes depart from, God's vision for his kingdom in the world. Thanks for listening with us. Okay, this is a special 4th of July episode. Holiday edition. We're recording it on the 4th of July, so you might hear some fireworks in the background. Yeah, I think our neighbors are going to kill us all with their fireworks. Yeah, we like to go to bed at like 8.45, but that's probably not in the cards tonight. No, 9.30. That's true. Um, So, we decided to um, listen to... A patriotic episode. So we listened to By Dawn's Early Light, which first aired in 1991. Um, and yeah, it's about the flag, thus the the title. So... Oh, say can you... It's a better song. We were just singing The Days of Elijah. Which was... I actually like that song, but not in the context of the U.S. military. Anyways. So... Uh, starts out with Lucy. Uh, she is um, has to write a paper or an article for the paper, the Odyssey Owl, I'm sure, about um, people burning flags. She wants me to do an article about those protesters who burn the flag. Oh, yeah, I've heard about them. My dad says they're a bunch of weirdos. And whether that's okay or not. Um, and so then she gets sent into the... Amer- wait, wait, wait. First, she says that she doesn't think it's a big deal. Right. It's just a piece of cloth, right? Is that what she says? Yes, right. Okay. Does Mr. Whitaker say anything to no, her? No, Mr. Whitaker's not in this one at all, but Kurt says something. Well, maybe it's a bigger deal than you think it is, okay. Lucy. Right. So then they climb into the imagination station. Which now has space for two people. And I wonder what it looks like. Um I imagine it like a slightly bigger tanning bed. I anyway. still think it's so <laughs> weird that Adventures in Odyssey is all centered around the imagination station. And after listening to this episode, I just think it's mo- even more nefarious than I realized. Oh. What so- this thing imagination station is are you basically saying it's a revisionist history machine yes (laughs) absolutely yes Yes. i'd agree it's very disturbing like that is what focus on the family is revisionist history time machine and we've all been sucked into it guys we need to get out of the imagination station pronto right agreed yeah we're getting ahead of ourselves yes so (laughs) she gets into it and uh, goes back to the War of 1812, which is a war, admit, I will admit, I know next to nothing about. Yeah, even when you say that, I just feel like I'm going to die of boredom. Right. Um, so her and Kurt end up in different places on opposite sides of the war. I think Lucy ends up 
with uh, the British soldiers, um, and then Kurt ends up uh, gets gets ran uh, ran down with hounds by the Southern man. Nice poochies. Here, fetch a stick. Fetch. Ah! Okay, okay. No sticks. Oh boy. All right, animals. All right, back, 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 back. You've done your job. Good dogs. Oh, thank you. You ain't getting down yet, neither. What? But I've been up here. Just stay right where you are. Um, but then is rescued by this soft... Dr. Beans. Soft-spoken, kind, older gentleman. Let's not lose all compassion. Also, one of the British soldiers has, like, a Scottish accent. Perhaps you'd feel better if you had something to eat or drink. Your president and his wife left us quite a feast. Before they ran away, that is. Right, yeah. I was think. I was wondering about that, uh, what that means, or... I know. Was like, that how, how historically accurate that is. Okay, but based on this episode, if you were, like, a kid listening and didn't know anything about the War of 1812, which is we're basically grown kids who know nothing about the War of 1812, like, you would not learn anything about the War of 1812 No, this, not at, at all. all. They don't explain what it was. They don't explain what the stakes were. It was just, like, the British are here. And the British actually didn't seem even that bad because they, like, weren't going to kill anybody. And I thought that they were portrayed as more evil than would have been due like oh no i thought, I thought they, they were, were super soft on them i thought they were portrayed as like evil but they were easily persuaded to do good things no because the british people they find lucy and they're like well we're not in the habit of taking young women as prisoners and i i don't know they're just like we're not gonna hurt you we're just gonna put you in a prison until the war is over oh, yeah. so i was like that's not very i don't know yeah it uh really tells you nothing about the war of 1812 i tried to do some research Online, It was very interesting, very confusing. There was a confederacy of Native American tribes that were going to war with the United States and getting support from the British at this time. I don't understand, like, all the dynamics or anything, but I had no idea that that was part of the War of 1812. Right. When I listened to this as a kid, I totally just thought that this was part of the Revolutionary War because, you know, British soldiers, uh, United States, etc., yeah, so why, I guess the reason they focus this episode on the War of 1812 is because they wanted to talk about the Star-Spangled Banner? Right. Yes, we'll get there. Because right at the end, there's that, you know, significant right. moment so, with the strings and the... Okay, so we are not doing a good job of recapping this episode because it's super boring and doesn't explain anything. Right, basically, Lucy hangs out with the British soldiers... Uh, Kurt hangs out with the, uh, the Americans, um, and then the Americans get captured, and one of the, Dr. Beans gets captured and ends up talking to Lucy, and then they get reunited. And then there is this battle at the end. They say, oh, nothing's going to happen. Baltimore. Right. Nothing's going to happen. And then all of a sudden there's like, you know, fireworks going off in the background, which is actually not fireworks. But it was funny because as I was listening to it, there were fireworks going on outside and also Ooh. coming through the speakers. It was Ooh. like surround sound. So, um, and then they're like, oh, what about the flag? What about the flag? Is it still there? And um, it is still there. Thus. And then oh, he. Oh, one thing. Okay. One thing we missed is Lucy was at like the White House. When she first arrived, and then the British torched it. And then she tells Mr. Beans later, like, watching those things, like, those buildings, those bricks, like, because he says, I think, well, it's just a bunch of bricks. She's like, watching those bricks 
Fall was like watching a piece of myself die. I just couldn't believe they burned all those buildings. Well, they're just blocks of stone. Yeah, and a flag is just a piece of cloth. What? Oh, it was just something I said before I came here. But they're not just blocks of stone and pieces of cloth. They're symbols of what we stand for, for what we believe. To see them burned was like having part of me burned. Then it seems you've learned something on this voyage. Yeah. Maybe she didn't quite say that. Right. She said something like that, like, now I get it. It's not just a piece of cloth. It's not just a pile of bricks. It's a part of me. And I was like, what is happening now? Like... Right. This Adventures in Odyssey episode is, like, teaching American kids, like, we need to view, like, our White House as, like, a part of ourselves. No! Absolutely not! Is this a good time to mention that, like, God wasn't really mentioned at all in here, except in a really creepy way? Oh, right. Should we talk about Chris's random? Let's save that for later. So, uh, so that's a general take, and then, of course, she comes, they come back and you know, decide that it's not good to burn the flag or something along those lines. But... In the end with the song. Right, yeah. So he's um, writing the the author of the Star Spangled Banner is there and he, you know, writes the last words or, or something like that. They say the words and then he writes them down. Can you see anything? Is the flag still there? I don't know. I... Wait. 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 Yes, it is. I see it. It's tattered and torn, but it's still there. It's still there. Um, and it's this, you know, moment of, oh my gosh, the flag is still there. We have victory. What do you think? Okay. Oh, and then he says, praise to the power that preserves us. Praise the power that preserves us a nation. Which actually reminded me of a Doctor Who episode. Oh, huh. It just sounded like such deist. Right, like a creepy, paganistic language. Right, yeah. It was not... Praise to the power that prevails us. Right. Is that from a Doctor Who episode? No, what do they say? Praise him. Remember there's that one beast? Right, yeah. And when, like, somebody was going to get killed by the beast, they would just start saying praise him. Mm Mm-hmm. Anywho. We... I was listening to Chance the Rapper recently, and it was talking about uh, praise him. You know, it's one of the songs Mm -hmm. Chance says praise him over and over. Can you sing it for me? Nope. But Ramona, our six-year-old, comes out and she's like, that is not okay. You're only supposed to praise God. And I was like, yeah, that's who he's praising. Our child is such a rigid little person and I love her. It's because she's listened to a lot of uh, adventures and odyssey. We actually need to talk about this. Okay, so let's get into the nitty-gritty here, which is if you do... Okay, how many adventures and odyssey episodes do you think talk about history, like... The time period between, like, the founding of America and, you know, the 1950s. How many episodes do you think? A bunch. Uh, I would say at least two dozen. I think there are whole, like, albums full of American history. Yeah, and so do they ever address either the genocide that happened against Native Americans or the history of racial terror in America starting with slavery? The Underground Railroad. Which we haven't listed that one. But my point is, even in this little episode, there are ways to bring in the full totality of history. But it's obvious that whoever wrote this episode has no interest in really talking about history. They had a very specific 
goal in mind, which actually the whole time I was listening to this episode, I was like, what is the point of this? Like the history is so muddled. We don't actually know what this war is about. We don't actually know what's going on. They keep saying like the flag stands for our values or freedoms or something. I'm like, well, what does that actually mean? And then at the very end, it becomes crystal clear and Chris gets on there and in her chipper little voice, what does she say? The next time someone tries to tell you that God didn't have any place in our nation's history, tell them about this last verse I just read from the Star Spangled Banner. It is only through trust in God that we can remain the land of the free and the home of the brave. I was like, oh my gosh, they're 100% trying to indoctrinate children to say that God specifically wanted America to exist and it's because of God that America is America, which if you are not a white person in America, that is terrible news, right? Right. Like that is absolutely horrific news for you. And how can people not see that? Right. That is what this is about. And I want to say something else about my daughter here. So I'm reading the, we started the Little House on the Prairie series with my daughter I was reading it to her, The Little House in the Big Woods, and I think we're a few chapters in, and I know there's some problematic stuff in those books, which I plan on addressing each and every time they come up, but even a few chapters in, I was like, Ramona, you know, it's the craziest thing about this book is that it's true, you know, this whole thing about, like, kids, like, get to play with the pig's bladder, and that's a super big deal because <laughs> they had nothing to play with, and, um, and she was like, what? It's all true? And I'm like, yeah, and she's like... So did this happen in the time period when black people were treated really badly? And I was like, yeah, actually, that's true. And it's like, we haven't even really talked about this to our daughter that much. But, you know, she has family members. She has a lot of friends who are not white. And we have been, you know, as honest as is appropriate with her about our history of racial injustice in America. And I did not have to say anything. She just knows enough to know that when I told her this is a true story and it happened a few hundred, you know, a hundred years ago or more, her, the first thing that came to her mind is like, oh, so this is what happening during the time period when black people were not treated well. And I just thought, wow, like she can make that connection when she's six. Like I did not make that connection until I was like 28 because mm-hmm. I wasn't taught it ever. It was never addressed because I just listened to stuff like Adventures in Odyssey, which made America out to be this amazing place that God ordained. But did God ordain genocide? Did God ordain slavery? Like that is what Christians had to twist theology to say, but that is not true. It's a hundred percent not true. Right. That is, I was thinking today, I was like, this it's demonic, this is not the God that I worship. No. Like that is not Jesus. And that the fact that that is not Jesus is good news. But it's really disheartening to think about what this episode, it was very strategic. Yes. Which right. I knew. I knew that Adventure in Odyssey has a lot of thought into it. And it has a lot of white people writing the episodes very purposefully to inflate a sense of patriotism that is completely divorced from the atrocities that people have, white people have committed in the name of God. And that is demonic. Agreed. Why do you think, why? Of the devil. This is a big, bigger question than Adventures in Odyssey, but why is patriotism so important to them? 
もう
So I actually have a really hard time feeling gratitude um, and feeling love. I just immediately go to being an American is a white American is such a privilege. I don't know what to do with that. Mm, But obviously there are amazing benefits afforded to me because of that. And what am I going to do with those is a really, really pressing question in my mind. But I guess if push comes to shove, I would definitely say I love my country and I am deeply saddened by it mm-hmm. because this American dream has only been available for a few. And, you know, we're recording this on Independence Day. And basically the only people that the Declaration of Independence is for is white male landowners. And that was true way back in the day. And it's true now. Right, yeah. <laughs> and that's so depressing. This is how it was designed to be. And how do we reconcile ourselves with that? Well, this last Sunday, um, our pastor was, was preaching about sin and forgiveness of sin. Um, and so he talked, listed off all these sins, um, you know, common sins that, that people have and how we're forgiven of them. And, and I, it just struck me like I have those sins that I have committed, but I also have the sin of living and benefiting from an unjust system. Yeah. And I just was, was like thinking about that. And actually I read, then a couple of days later, I read uh, a little passage from um, In the Shelter by Padre Gotuma. Um, and, woot woot. and he said uh, something to the effect of, he's a poet. This, is, this isn't a book of poetry, but he speaks very poetically. But he says like, we need to not look at, our, at only our own sin, but the sin that we live in. And I was like, yeah, that, and today we watched I Am Not Your Negro. Yeah. Um, which was very impactful. And, which is by James Baldwin. Right. And we felt like it was a really important thing to watch on Independence Day, um, just to keep a balanced perspective of uh, America's history. And I was thinking about that, like I was born into sin. I was born into uh, benefiting because I'm white and male and heterosexual and I, there's something I'm not quite sure what to do with that, but I do need to be aware of it. And I think that ties back to like, I can be, I can appreciate things about where I was born, but also recognize that like, I, I am complicit in this system. And so I can't celebrate it all that much. And it's just so weird. Even like this whole episode started off about flag burning which is funny i feel like that is not an issue that's ever talked about anymore but i would say the the issue now would be like you know copernic not standing to attention during the pledge of allegiance is that that what they do no during the star spangled banner oh it all ties back around (laughs) right and remember after he drew attention to the star spangled banner uh, the third verse in the Star Spangled Banner is what? racist. It like explicitly, it's like this is the land uh, where the slave does not escape, uh, has no refuge. Like, it is horrible. Yeah, it's interesting because we went to the fair last year, right? And we've it's like this fair, not like the Portland fair, but like one of the weird uh, counties outside of Portland. And there was, like, the dog show where they, like, have the dogs in the water. And this guy was just, like, ranting and raving about making America great again, basically, before the dog show. And he made everybody stand up and put their hands over their heart during... 
Is it the Star Spangled yeah, Banner on this the song? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. It was the Star Spangled Banner. And I so didn't want to, but I was so freaked out based off of everybody who was around me. And it was this like rabid, hate-filled nationalism. It was the only way I can describe it. Where everybody's looking around to make sure you're doing it. And I was like, what country am I in right now? Like, that I can't even... I don't feel safe peacefully protesting, although I did not put my hand over my heart and I did not sing it. I definitely didn't. Right. And just, like, thinking there's there's going to be multiple more times in our life where we have to make it clear that we pledge allegiance to Jesus only. And that sounds just like words to me because I definitely, like, grew up hearing about that. But when it comes down to it, pledging allegiance to Jesus means days like the 4th of July are really hard are really hard days when you see churches, when you see Christians um, pressuring you to basically pledge allegiance to a very flawed country. Also, I was like, when did this episode air? I'm so confused about conservatives, about when they do love America and when they don't. (laughs) Right? Like, now that Trump's a president, like, everybody's a patriot, but when Obama... Was a president. I just didn't hear about it that much. I don't know. Right, yeah. We've been out of the loop, guys, like a lot of people. And now we have to be back in the loop. Yeah. Because our neighbors' lives depend on it. Not to go there or anything. But right. it's been an exhausting day. It's a really hard day. And I'm really sad. And there's just no other way to say it. Except that our country was founded on white supremacy which is a demonic idea, like straight from the pit of hell. And we need to exercise it. Like, I need to exercise it from my own life. We need to exercise it from our churches, from our communities. It needs to be gone. It is crushing us white people spiritually. And I think that this episode is a good reminder of that. Jesus is nowhere to be found in this episode. And in fact, the scripture verse, they don't actually quote any scripture in this episode, but like if you look it up on the wiki, it's based on this one verse, which is Psalm 32. And what does it say again? Well, I think like blessed is the nation who's who worships God and who follows His commandments and etc. Right. Right. Um, which yeah. I and mean, and by the way, America is not modern day Israel. We all know that, right? Yes, that should be clear. But these However, people that who be- wrote this episode don't believe that. That being said, imagine if we were modern-day Israel, okay? Okay, so what does God say to Israel Uh about how they should treat foreigners? Right! How, what does God say about treating the poor? Uh Um, What would God say about chattel slavery, about racism? Um, What does God say about um, the the rich being in power? Um, no, God just blesses us because some guy wrote this song about the flag. Oh my gosh. That's what this episode is. Yes, right. <laughs> I mean, it's Not just because like, we actually follow any of the commandments of that's God. That's been an interesting like circle is like going from like, no, America isn't Israel. And then these days I'm like, okay, well, what if it is? Then No, don't say that. He doesn't really believe that, everyone. <laughs> what if it... If it is, like, let's read the prophets and see what the prophets would say to us. Let's do it up. They would say, like, you are yeah. coming to ruin. That's true. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think that the, 
Oh gosh, it's just we could rant on and on. Yeah, we're about not, we're not gonna rant on and on. Nationalism. We're very sweaty here in our little closet on the Fourth of July, right. and we're feeling real sad. But I do think that now more than ever the seams are beginning to show mm-hmm. in things like these episodes that maybe we listen to as children. Um, I think there's this article in the Atlantic about how white evangelical Christianity is in its death rattle as evidenced by Trump. And I do believe that. And I just really have the sense that something true and beautiful is going to rise out of the ashes, but it's dying right now. And the roots of this, Make America Great stuff is found in episodes like this of Adventures in Odyssey, to be perfectly honest. Before we end, we should just throw out Mark Charles's name. Mark Charles! He came and spoke at our church, Imago Day, mm-hmm. um, this past year. But um, if you look online, you can definitely find his talks. He talks a lot about the beginning of America and um, how that matches up to God's call for his people. What's the name of the talk he gave ours? Um, was it something about lament? No. I forget. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm sure if you look up Mark Charles, um, he has... Oh, we'll put it in our show notes. Oh, okay. No, just kidding. That's what, like, real podcasters say. And I never know what they mean when they say show notes. (laughs) Also, our rug just fell. We don't have a door in our closet. We just put up a rug. For the sound. So we don't have show notes. We'll tweet it. We'll tweet out Mark Charles' sermon. Yeah. Which is really good. And everybody should watch I'm Not Your Negro. It's on Netflix. Yeah. No, it's on Amazon video. Still totally worth it. Yeah. Really great. I mean, so many things were great about it. What stood out to me was um, uh, kind of by the by going through American cinema and showing um, how race has been portrayed throughout American cinema. Yeah, I had cry face for about 30 minutes afterwards because the last question that James Baldwin poses is... It's just a heartbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, happy Fourth of July, guys. Um, we're gonna go to bed soon. Yep. Uh keep on with the suggestions. We love hearing from you guys. Thank you for all the support and listening and giving recommendations. Until next time. Yeah, you guys are great. And you can email us at Prophetic Imagination Station at gmail.com. And you can find us on Twitter. I know we're a weird niche group, but we're a cool weird niche group. So thanks for listening, guys. And thanks for reaching out to us because sometimes it feels like we're just doing this for ourselves. But we like each other. Yeah. This, this is, is fun. Good bonding activity. Hanging out in the closet. <laughs> okay. Until next time. This has been an episode of the Prophetic Imagination Station. Check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes and stay tuned for weekly discussions.